Good morning for Tuesday, January 5th, 2016. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. U.S. struggles to explain ties to Saudis. Iran, emerging from sanctions, faces new crisis. And emails suggest airbag maker rigged data. In today's national headlines, Obama to stiffen gun background checks. Protesters occupying federal land to little response. And immigration agents set up deportations. In today's business headlines, the Dow fell 276 points yesterday. Wall Street follows China's sell-off, and Volkswagen sued for cheating on emissions tests. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is a news analysis, written by David Sanger. U.S. struggles to explain ties to Saudis. The Obama administration on Monday confronted the fundamental contradiction in its increasingly tense relationship with Saudi Arabia. It could not bring itself, at least in public, to condemn the execution of a dissident, cleric who challenged the royal family, for fear of undermining the fragile Saudi leadership that it desperately needs in fighting the Islamic State and ending the conflict in Syria. The United States has usually looked the other way or issued carefully calibrated warnings in human rights reports as the Saudi royal family cracked down on dissent and free speech and allowed its elite to fund Islamic extremists. In return, Saudi Arabia became a regular supplier of intelligence to the United States and a valuable counterweight to Iran. For years, it was oil that provided the glue for a relationship between two nations that share few common values. Today, with American oil production surging and the Saudi leadership fractured, that mutual dependency no longer binds the nations as it once did. But the political upheaval in the Middle East and the American perception that the Saudis are critical to stability in the region continues to hold together an increasingly fractious marriage. So when Saudi Arabia executed 47 people, including Sheikh Nimr al-Nimr, the dissident cleric, on Saturday, beheading many of them in a style that most Americans associate with the Islamic State rather than a close American partner, the administration's efforts to explain the relationship became more strained than ever. In fact, the executions were the culmination of a series of events in the past few years that have led to clashes between the two nations. We haven't been on the same page with the Saudis for a long time, said Martin Indyke, the executive vice president of the Brookings Institution and a former top aide to Secretary of State John Kerry. The nuclear deal with Iran only fueled the Saudi sense that the United States was rethinking the fundamental relationship and Saudi officials, on visits to Washington, openly questioned whether they could rely on their American ally. Ever since that accord was reached in July, the Obama administration has been offering reassurance. Obama invited the Saudis to join a meeting at Camp David to reassure Arab allies that the United States was not abandoning them and would sell them larger weapons packages than ever before. 
On occasion, American officials muse about whether the United States and Iran might one day constitute more natural allies than the United States and Saudi Arabia, but that seems far off. It's not as if you have an Iranian alternative, a senior Gulf Arab official said recently, and if you have no alternative, your best choice is to stop complaining about the Saudis.